the Lord my portion, or daily need divinely supplied by Octavius Winslow, 1870. Preface. The Lord's people but imperfectly realize their boundless wealth. They resemble an heir to whom a vast estate has been bequeathed, but who yet remains ignorant of the rich and extensive mines which underlie its surface, filling every acre with veins of the richest ore until some incidental upturned sod brings to light the precious deposit. God has given us His word, a field of wealth incalculable. His Son, in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, the covenant of grace, ordered in all things and sure, and Himself, our infinite, all-sufficient, all-satisfying, and inalienable portion. Well may the Apostle, summing up the inventory of our possessions, exclaim, as if no measurement or number could compass or compute their extent, All things are yours. To enable the pious reader to estimate in some experimental measure his vast opulence is the design of this little work. The writer has endeavored to concentrate all the believer's wealth where, in truth, God has deposited it in Jesus. Deeply, solemnly convinced that, It is the lack of a more simple views of Christ and a more direct application to His mediatorial sufficiency, dealing with the Father more immediately through the Son, in whom it pleased Him that all fullness should dwell, which is the cause of so much soul leanness, prostration of spiritual power, and languor of love in many of the saints." The points of light in which God and Christ may be regarded as the believer's portion were many and inviting. The writer trusts his pages will afford at least some faint reflection of the unsearchable riches of Christ, to which the weakest, the obscurest, Christ-believing, Christ-loving soul may prefer a personal claim and say, All is mine, for I am Christ's. And Christ is God's. The Lord, my portion. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in Him. Lamentations 3, verse 24. It is our great privilege, beloved, that we live in a portionless world. This is both our distinctive badge and our Christian charter. When God parceled out the land of Canaan among the tribes of Israel, He made an exception in the tribe of Levi, to whom He said, You shall have no inheritance in the land, neither shall you have any part among them, assigning as His reason, I am your share in your inheritance. The gospel teaching of this is obvious and significant. As the Lord's true priesthood, the world is not our portion, nor earth our rest. It may have required some painful discipline and no small measure of faith on the part of the devout Levite as he gazed upon the fertile meadows, the watered plains, and the vine-clad hills of the promised land before he was made willing to relinquish it all for him who is invisible. And it needs no little teaching and discipline of our God and no little faith on our part before we are led to give up the world, 
the creature, self and all for Christ, satisfied to have the Lord alone as our portion and heaven only as our inheritance. But the Lord will not put His people off with anything unworthy of Him to give or them to accept. He has set them apart for Himself and Himself apart for them. All believers are the Lord's clergy, and as they are His portion, so He is theirs, as Lighton says. The Lord's portion is His people. Israel is the lot of His inheritance. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. His love to us was so great that when He could give no greater proof of that love, He gave Himself. Nothing more could have expressed the yearnings of His heart Nothing less could have satisfied the desires of ours. And oh, what a portion is God! All that He is and all that He has is ours. Every attribute of His being is over us. Every perfection of His nature encircles us. Every pulse of His heart beats for us. Every glance of His eye smiles upon us. We dwell in God and God dwells in us. It is not the world which is our portion, but He who made it upholds and governs the world. It is not the creature who is our portion, but the Lord of angels and creator of men. Infinite portion, illimitable power, immeasurable grace, boundless love, all satisfying good, all, all is ours. And what a portion, O my soul, is Christ, a divine Christ, a redeeming Christ, a full Christ, a sympathizing, ever-present, ever-precious, ever-loving Christ. Lord, I bless you for the discipline that brought me to realize that a divine, all-satisfying portion I have in yourself. You took from me an earthly portion only to enrich me with the heavenly one. You removed from me the human prop upon which I too fondly and idolatrously leaned, that I might learn what Christ was, as my soul's all-sufficient, all-satisfying, and everlasting portion. I can now admire the wisdom and adore the love that blasted my gourds and emptied me from vessel to vessel that, rising superior to the broken staff, the drooping flower, and the failing spring of creature good, I might claim my portion as a true spiritual Levite in yourself alone. Believer in Jesus, make the most of your portion. It is all sufficient for all your need. God has, perhaps, made you poor in this world that you might be rich in faith and an heir of that kingdom of glory, the new Jerusalem He has prepared for you, for whose foundations are precious stones, whose walls are jasper, whose gates are pearls, whose streets are pure gold, through which softly flows the river of the water of life, Clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and the Lamb in the midst of the street of it. And on the other side of the river is the tree of life, bearing twelve manner of fruit and yielding her fruit every month. All this awaits you. Hope in the Lord. Hope in adversity. 
hope in trial, hope against hope, for God in Christ is your present and eternal portion. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in Him.